You're going to see the interview everyone is going to be talking about. Wagon wheel Watusi. What do I think of her? Yes. I don't think of her. Then we become divas as opposed to just strong women. Oh, coughing during my interview, really? It feels uh, reductive. Life. Oh, life. Oh, life. Oh, life. Do, 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 do. Life. Oh, life. Oh, life. Oh, life. Oh, do, 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 do. I'm afraid of the dark, especially when I'm in a park. What? Hang on. When did you go to the park? You kept, you, do you have two metres between you and everyone else? And there's no one else around. That's fine, then. Oh, I get the shivers. We all do, because we're in a global crisis. Don't worry, we're going to mention it as infrequently as is feasibly possible. And my name is Holly Morgan, and my husband Tom is also here. Stay the fuck at home. And welcome to Little Diva Energy, a weekly slice of a little something extra. A chance for us to do a roundup of the week in Diva. Feedback from all you Divas at home. Definitely at home. Yep. At home and generally scream into the void. Excellent. So just basically something else to do other than cleaning do, the flat it? three times a day. Lovely. I mean, like those of you in isolation, these are these two new voices, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. To add into, <laughs> into, the mix. into the mix. Yeah. We're going to mention the pandemic as infrequently as we can as an exercise in escapism. It's relatively tough, though, considering that even the divas, the great and good amongst the divadom, are generally mentioning it as much as they possibly can yeah well with that, i think that is what is interesting i mean there's so many things that are interesting about this but uh, it's a great leveler isn't it like we are no matter how big your place you're not leaving you're not leaving it hopefully uh no you're very much not leaving it or if you're patty lapone you're very much in the basement it seems yeah most of the time <laughs> do you think she's self-isolating from the rest of her family i don't know who was holding the camera uh, for oh, those yeah. of you that don't uh, follow Pat Lipone on on Twitter, she uh, she released some <laughs> some much heralded footage from her basement, uh, which was not flooded. A revealing insight into what counts for normality if you're Patty Lapone. Yeah, absolutely. It seems it, like it's just every day, right? It looked like a car boot, didn't it? I feel like she did it before lockdown. Yeah, exactly. She's got like a, a statue of Nipper. She's got a casual picture of her and Stephen Sondheim, and the rest of it looks like it's stuff that. Your nan who likes Groupon has just been like, <laughs> yeah, I think I will have a jukebox, actually. You've got one arm bandit. Yeah, I'll have that as well. Cha-ching. Also, I mean, if, that, if that's how divas prep, by kitting out their basement as a, uh, a sort of arcade from the 50s, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, we've had some beautiful, wonderful responses to Margaret Part 1 from dear, dear friend Cat Loud. And another thing about this, uh, period of hot uh, the one I'm not mentioning that we're going through it's really I, I think our generation are going to socialise in a really unique and interesting way after this as Kat has, has pointed out we need a remix of the Skype ringtone um, oh it's such a banger though that's probably very triggering for some people probably the last thing you need to hear isn't it but anyway might yeah. be the last thing you do hear might be I'm, I've had lots of lovely chats with Kat, having not not spoken to her for a couple of months, so it's great. And um, yeah, you've already responded beautifully to our Margaret episode. Let's hear what Rich has got to say. Here's Rich's bitch. So I was actually at the show where Holly Morgan spent 15 minutes going ham on a small African country, and I'm going to be honest with you, it was uncomfortable. 
like there's always a nervousness when you get invited to see your friend's show because like what if it's shit what am I going to tell them um, but with Morgs, you never have that worry because she's like obviously she's an incredible singer it's always funny it's always a good show like never nervous so yeah when she spent 15 minutes essentially advocating for genocide via a musical number she didn't know what to say in the bar afterwards honestly um the royal family okay so like I'm stay with me I am a lefty I'm kind of a socialist. I'm a bad one in most ways, but particularly when it comes to the royal family, because honestly, I love them. Like, I understand that they are unelected and they represent great privilege and inequality. And I listen, I hear you, I appreciate you, I love you, I get the argument. However, the gay drama that that family can deliver is unparalleled. Like, not day to day, I don't care about the day to day, I don't care what they're wearing, don't care where they're going, don't care who they're meeting. But when one of them stories pops, like, bitch, when bitch and Eugenia turned up in them hats, or, like, even recently, Meghan Markle, like, not a particularly camp woman, doesn't particularly appease the gay sensibilities, and yet can move over here, wear amazing purple outfits and capes, steal a prince and run off to an icy land. Mm. It's queer excellence. It's beautiful. We'd love to see it. Um, they're also, I always have a theory that the royal family like a drag family, in that they've always got to wear, like, extravagant outfits, massive jewels, full beat at all times, and they can read each other like ain't nobody else. Um, there's always like a rogue, there's always a Tyra Sanchez, I'm looking at you, Fergie, do you know what I mean? Like, really, it's just, it's, it's camp, it's camp drag. I just think for that, give them all the castles, I don't need a castle, it pays for itself in gay fodder, honestly. Um, I don't know much about Margaret except for The Crown. Um, I love The Crown. Obviously I work for Netflix, so like, if I hated The Crown I wouldn't tell you that on the podcast, but like, I genuinely love The Crown. And I think Margaret is one of the best things in it, like, I think it's... It's, both actors just absolutely smash it. Um, side note though, season three, Princess Anne, who knew she was just a spot? That was a fun discovery, loved that. Um, but no, Margaret, I actually set up one of them interviews once. You know, like Kat was talking about with the two actors in the room and the logo and they're probably bored in a hotel somewhere. Um, um, which they, I hope they weren't, but you know, what can you do? Um, so yeah, it was Helena Bonham Carter and Olivia Colman interviewing each other before the launch of season three about like their characters and how they got into it and you know, all of that stuff. Um, you should watch it. It's on YouTube. Please watch it. It keeps me employed. Um, and Helena tells a story about the, but yeah, going to the psychic and speaking to Margaret um, and has this amazing like side story to it where apparently Princess Margaret can deliver a read. Who knew? Like from beyond the grave. She like pops into the room. Margaret's looking, I'm um, sorry, Helena's looking for like tips and that. She comes in and she's like, oh, don't quote me here. This is not verbatim. And also don't fire me. But like, go and watch it. She says like, oh, Yes, you can, you have my approval to play the part, but uh, tidy yourself up, you scruffy bitch. And I just think, if she's going to be coming back from the dead, jumping into Mystic Meg's head, just to deliver a savage line like that, I think it pays for itself, honestly. I just think, she's the people's princess. I know she's, that's not, I mean, that's Diana. But, like, she's the gay people's princess, and what else do you need in the world? Um, I love Kat. I once, when you two were getting married, I spent a lot of time playing double with her in an Italian castle, and, uh, I would like to see her more, which is the kind of thing I'd normally just tell you in person when I see you, but considering I'm currently a prisoner in a two-bedroom Peckham adjacent flat, I have to tell you via this. Bye. Excellent work there. A great richest bitch, I'd say. Top you know ten. What? He's made, yeah, top ten. I don't, we, I don't know if we've had ten of these We yet. haven't. Top five. <laughs> <We've done. laughs> Um, she's uh, changed, changed my mind there. I'm a royalist now. Really? Oh, 100%. Because That's this of... the strongest argument I've ever heard <laughs> for, the, for, for the royals existing. Fuck that tourism nonsense that people try and try out. It's uh, that's the one. Well, I think that's picking up on your observation that it's like a telenovela, isn't it? 
Oh, so much. Yeah, yeah, really into that. Uh, we watched Judy at the same time as Chris and Rich yesterday uh, from our from our pods. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's not a good film. It's not great. It's is not it? a good film. Um, I don't know. Look, I live for Renee, but I don't know if she'd ever ever heard Judy Garland before or heard of her. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the costume department had a makeup department. So they were well had. aware of Judy Garland. Yeah. and her work. Um, yeah, not not a good film. Moving on. Oh, Chris's coincidence. So the Chris's coincidence. Oh, this it's a week, good one this it's week. A good one. Chris uses a currency with Princess Margaret's sister's face on it. Get what out. a coincidence! What a coincidence! Oh, Chris, what a coincidence! Thanks, Chris. Yeah, that is a coincidence. That is a coincidence. So, so let's talk about the week in Diva. What do we got? What's on the slate? Right. If you needed proof that Rihanna is one of the greatest. Living humans. Living humans. Um, let me just tell you, in case you any doubt, Rihanna's giving a shit ton towards um, the situation that we're not mentioning on this podcast. Uh, she is given a lot of money and I live for her. And this is my entree to tell my favourite story about Rihanna. Go on. <laughs> Have I mentioned about how Rihanna called everyone cunt in early press junkets? <laughs> <laughs> No. Right. Apparently in Barbados, cunt is not that intense. It's a bit like calling someone a twit, not even a twat. It's quite low key. So when she first came to do like a mainstream press, she would casually refer to people as a cunt. <laughs> and she'd be like, oh, yeah. oh, you know, you're my cunt, you're a cunt. And someone had to take her aside and be like, you can't call Anna Wintour a cunt. <laughs> she wouldn't be the first. She wouldn't be the first or the last. Uh, yeah, so Rihanna is absolutely smashing it uh, with the corona relief. Yeah, she's so. killing it. And also she's been teasing Kevin Durant about his diagnosis. Has she? Yeah. Um, look at the news. While participating in DJ Spade's Instagram Live, Rihanna shaded the Brooklyn Nets for forward who tested positive for coronavirus earlier this month. Is KD allowed in here? Should I wear a mask to this live? She asked. <laughs> back with my mask when she came back. Absolutely dark. Um, great. Uh, she's also got new music. She released a, a track in which she, I think, basically sneezed in the background. But there is going to be there's going to be some new music soon. So yes, please. Can't wait. Uh, she's gonna she's gonna be a big hitter, isn't she? She's yeah. really like I'm I'm thinking of like at least triple parser. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, her surname, her real surname is Fenty. Which make, makes her sound like a private school girl. Fenty. Well that's why the underwear line's called Fenty X. Is it? Yeah. A Fenty to me is is just the I'm thinking of Fenty, aren't I? Yeah. Oh well. A Fenty sounds like a car. <laughs> or a big coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Other diva news, Britney Spears coming out as a big old red. Turns out she's a socialist. Turns out Britney's a socialist. Uh, she's Her, Corbyn, Bernie, just <laughs> sat around talking about redistribution of wealth. Spot on. Flipping the hair back and forth. Yeah, Britney came out on uh, Instagram talking about how she wanted to redistribute wealth. And <laughs> which, I mean, to be honest, I don't know why we didn't see it coming. Capitalism hasn't exactly done Britney a solid, has it? <laughs> like she's been used and abused by the system um and she's a sweet sweet baby angel so 
And it's quite weird how it came out because she did in the Instagram post that she put up, mm-hmm. uh, there's a red rose, yeah. which is traditionally the symbol of the Labour movement. And I don't think that's just in the UK. I think. No, no, it's, uh, it's, I think heavily the American left use it. Yeah. And so she's like installing cryptic clues to her politics into her Instagram posts. And then, I mean, it's not that cryptic. I mean, it's, it's, it's avert, just going, I think we should de- we should distribute the wealth. Yeah, she actually uses the words distribute the wealth, <laughs> redistribute well go, the wealth. I'm a big socialist. Me and Karl Marx be like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She did also say that she was faster than Usain Bolt this week. Yeah, so, so she's. Ups and downs. <laughs> <laughs> ups and downs. Um, oh. Our next item on the agenda isn't news. Um, well, it's news for me. It was shocking. So I, um, I voluntarily entered into a marriage with this human, Tom, without knowing that he hadn't seen Clueless. And I feel like if I had known that before, there might have been a bit of a different ceremony. Where we all watch Clueless <laughs> and then we get married. Um, how would you not see Clueless? It had somehow passed me by. I have got absolutely no idea. You loved it, didn't you? Oh God, I loved it so much. <laughs> the news in Diva is Clueless is a good film. Yeah, the news in Tom's head. <laughs> it's on Netflix. At the I never moment. thought it wouldn't be. To be fair, I wasn't. I don't think I was actually actively avoiding it. Yeah. It's just one of those things that I just never sat down for two hours to consume yeah and i feel like you've all got time um if there's anyone else out there who hasn't seen it it's on netflix jump on netflix get it watched um i could i could honestly the minute it finishes i could start again yeah it would we say i think it's a perfect film it's a perfect film there we go there we go done (laughs) other news in diva Mm. this is uh again diva parallel uh diva adjacent diva adjacent diva adjacent diva adjacent sounds like i'm saying diva jason in a south african accent it does, yeah. Carry um, on. So what's that, so what what's happening adjacent to the divas? Adjacent to the divas, Stephen Sondheim, uh, famous diva. Um, what we call him? Inspirer. Inspirer. Diva. Enabler. Enabler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the genius that is Stephen Sondheim turned ninety this week at the same day as Andrew Lloyd Webber. Um, In one of those crushing coincidences for modern what by a coincidence. nature one genius and one andrew lloyd webber <coughs> on the same day and then they sent each other little videos with andrew lloyd webber doing this weird like I, what i think he would have thought was a sondheim-esque kind of atonal men- melody thing which just sounded like he didn't know happy birthday went <laughs> yeah it really did I was like, happy birthday that's not how Andrew Webber sounds anyway and then but it really did sound like he didn't know the song happy birthday oh I've just realised why he didn't do it what he's not allowed what you're not allowed to record happy birthday why not it's not in copyright it is the rights are owned by someone there's some really fucking weird thing about I happy birthday I thought that it wasn't in copyright when like in general no, no, you're not allowed to record Happy Birthday. I'm sure you're not. Someone owns the rights to Happy Birthday Marilyn somehow. Marilyn Monroe? Yeah. Yeah, Marilyn Monroe. Anyway. She got away with it. She probably paid back payments on it. Well, she paid, didn't she? That's what happens when you record Happy Birthday. Yeah, so you get bumped off by the FBI. Lesson learned. Um, yeah, so Andrew Webber recorded this version of, Andrew, of uh, Happy Birthday. It sounded like someone falling downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, and then... So, so, <laughs> and then Sondheim did a did a response with him washing his hands 
<laughs> which, you know, we all could stand to do more of. Although he actually sang happy birthday, so just erase <laughs> that nonsense I spoke before. Yeah, it was, it was odd. Very bright. No natural light in his bathroom, I noticed. No, he likes it dark. Didn't it? Um, and in a hammock. Um, <laughs> Rumour and conjecture. So Sondheim did a really nice thing. There was a piece in the New York Times, this was sent to us by deep friend of the pod, Charlie Arrowsmith, where the New York Times threw the the tiniest bit of shade over his collaborator. So tiny, you would have just glossed over it if you were anyone but Stephen Sondheim, yeah. who's famous for his attention to detail. Yes, they, they referred to uh, George Firth's book for company as average, I think. And then Steve, they didn't. I don't even think they specifically mentioned middling or something. Him. He said they said uh, what's so great about it is even the work he does with middling books. And I'm pretty sure they went on to infer that Company was one of the books that they're referring to. But I, I, it's that oblique. Yeah. And then Sondheim responded by <laughs> with a piece in the New York Times, uh, which is. Uh, several paragraphs long basically standing up for his friends which i think is lovely it's very sweet very sweet stephen sondheim 19 going strong let's keep it that way yeah absolutely love keep him safe yeah okay and other news so there's a bit of a disappointment out there top five diva mm. lady g yeah gaga she, uh, whilst we are still under the impression that the concert in Tottenham will be going forward... Yeah, until we're told otherwise, I'm assuming that I'm going to go to Aldi with Gaga in July. She has been telling strangers that. Um, <laughs> she has been on her daily constitutional where she's allowed on our government-sanctioned walk. Mm-hmm. She uses it to go up to the stadium and as a sort of practice run for getting there. Yeah. I've got Which it down is to genuinely about two hundred meters away. No, no, I can do. I can. I can get there in in four and a half minutes. Fantastic. And I do it all in a full stupid love run. <laughs> I just leg it at the camera. <laughs> so I make Tom go a couple of paces ahead with the with the iPhone, and then I run at him dressed as a Power Ranger. <laughs> no pandemic's going to stop me doing that. No. Um, we're also making sure that when she goes on the run, we are at least two meters away from. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, the bad news is that despite the fact that we have not yet been informed that the tour will be cancelled, uh, unfortunately, she has decided to postpone the release of the album. Yeah, so Chromatica has been... Which I, I'm like, why? <laughs> no, it's not like we all have to go down to HMV to buy it. Yeah, it's... it's, it's like we, it we'll it's buy it on seems quite strange to... When you work in an industry that's specifically designed for people... One of the few things that people can do at the moment, which is listen to music, watch films, watch TV, yeah. read. But my theory is that I think she's got something potentially, this might be me being naive, but I think she's got something potentially very exciting planned in a way that she's going to marry up the tour and the album. So well, she's going to perform the songs from the from the album on the tour. That would be quite <laughs> quite weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, I just, I've just got the feeling that there's some, you know what she's like. She's, she's got some up her sleeve. She's got she? something up her sleeve her in terms of like wearing any sleeves in the stupid love video but well she's definitely not wearing it in the telephone video because she's got police tape yeah so i think she might have something up her sleeve in the sense that there's some way that the tour is going to interact with the album and i think she wants to make sure that the album is uh released close enough to the tour that it would make sense in terms of what she's going to do i mean the less the more cynical reaction would be she's got uh 
like a song called Breathing Difficulties or something. <laughs> and she's had to pull it. Oh, God, do you think? Well, maybe. So Sam Smith has postponed the release of their album, citing feeling like the t- they're changing the title because the title felt inappropriate. I've got no idea what the album title was, but apparently they, they've decided to go and also go back and make some amendments to the album. Oh, interesting. So I don't know. Maybe it's just there's more time in the studio that they could be having. I don't know. Well, if you were rushing to get it done, you've got, you know... All the time. All the time in the world. But Gaga had already planned a tour in three months. I'm pretty sure the album would have been in the can by now. It was due to come out, yeah. So I'm... Well, we one... know she had it. She'd been sitting on it, hadn't she? Because those people got in and got hold of it. She's got... I mean, she's been really weird about the way she's releasing music <laughs> at the moment. Oh, side note, if you haven't seen the video of Gaga reacting to a fan screaming to say, play Stupid Love before she technically released Stupid Love, you must. <laughs> the look she gives them is... Uh, you could bottle it. Don't make her angry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Don't make Mother angry. Uh, so, Diva of the Week. Diva of the Week. Who's your Diva of the Week? Who's your Dio Dubs? Right. My Diva of the Week is a little-known television show. Uh, it went largely under the radar. I think it's probably because people watch television alphabetically, and this show is at the end of the alphabet, so I don't think anyone got round to seeing it. But I was trawling through um, one of the platforms, Amazon, I believe it was, and um, I came across this show. I was like, oh, that was really... You know, like how in Edinburgh, everyone calls their show, like, Ah, sketch shows. So they get to the front of the. Um, yep. Well, they weren't doing that in the nineties when um, they released this this um, this show called the X X Filets. X Filets. X Filets. X Filets. X Filets. So if you haven't, if obviously because you watch um, television alphabetically, so you won't have found it, dear listener. But if you do, yeah. um, scroll, scroll right down. This really good show about aliens. Amongst other things. Amongst other things. Amongst other mad, mad things. <laughs> they call it supernatural phenomena. I'd call it mad things. Yeah. So talking of mad things, it is Chris of Chris's Coincidences' favourite programme. And he's used the global pandemic as an excuse to get us to all watch The X-Files. Now, at first, I thought this was cynical and he was cashing in. <laughs> <laughs> he knew we were... <laughs> he knew this was his only opportunity. But now, actually, I'm really enjoying it. So Dana Scully is my diva of the week. And why is that? Because she wears a strong pointy shoulder. She has a solid bob that she, you know, she like knows her look and sticks to it. That's true. It's she, a bit like the Homer Simpson effect. The sort of you can imagine her opening up her cupboard and it's just the same suit, same suit, same bob, fifteen times. Yeah. And she consistently negs everyone around her. <laughs> in particular, the man who's like, "I know this, I know the other." She's like, "Really? Let's leave aside the fact the man is always right." But um, I mean, we were watching Buffy the other day, and that came up. Yeah, they, they used to scully as a verb. Yeah, it's no, it's no lapone. But Which, um, no, absolutely. But it's to not believe someone in the face of clear evidence of supernatural phenomena. Absolutely. There's also something called the Scully effect, uh, which said where women who regularly watch the X-Files were 50% more likely to have worked in a science or technology, engineering or mathematic field, apparently. Um, so, yeah, it seems like Scully is a character inspired female identifying people to get more involved in those professions. Yeah, in the sciences. Um, probably not aliens, though, because they're, like, they're not real. But I will... <laughs> 
and maybe become a medical doctor because that doesn't come up in the X-Files. Scully, no, you're a medical doctor. Great. Uh, my second nomination for Diva of the Week is Kim Woodburn. Go on, what's she been up to? For consistently hammering her merch. <laughs> She's still going. Yeah. Now, look, a large part of Kim Woodburn's brand is cleanliness. So in a time where our house has never been this clean, you'd have thought she'd be like, right, <laughs> guys, how clean is your house? No, no, she's more interested in selling merch with her calling people an adulterer on it. It's like, I don't think adultery is up during this time. It'd be very difficult. <laughs> if anything, yeah, it's, it must be down. Like if, if part of your signature brand was cleaning, not going out and seeing people, you'd be like, hey, do you know what's good? Me. Me. Instead, she's like, would you like to buy a notebook? It's 10% off. She's also trying to flog the personalised videos. I get, I'd get. i take an email from kimwoodburn.com once a day. <laughs> so pushy. It's so pushy. She's so aggressive. Also, the personalised videos are completely useless because everyone is interacting with each other via video now. Exactly. <laughs> everyone saying hello to everyone is coming over a video feed. Yeah. So anyone could have had that. Also, guess what's not discounted? Video what? messages. <laughs> Notebooks. 10% the off. we can readily get. <laughs> And she's been trying to be like, well, you'll all be writing your ideas down in my notebooks. If I were her, I'd be like, right, let's get on the hand sand. Yeah. Let's personalise dusters. There are so many things that Ooh, she... Oh, videos on how to clean your fucking house. Yeah, I bet Mrs. Hinch or whatever her name is, I bet she's absolutely cleaning up. Pun <laughs> intended. I guess, how do you monetize cleaning? Shame. Well, someone's managed. Mr. Muscle. Mr. Muscle? Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I think probably my Diva of the Week is actually Kim Woodburn. Yeah, you spoke about it with a lot more vim than you did Scully, amazingly. Yeah. I feel like you really picked up at the end there. Yeah, yeah. My, that's my Diva of the Week is. The energy from you in this podcast has been really, very much on a curve. Yeah, and we have to flatten the curve. <laughs> everyone needs to stay in. <laughs> hey! Tom, who's your Diva of the Week? My Diva of the Week is a, more of a Diva adjacent, uh, like you and Sondheim. Yeah, uh, and this is uh, Tim at the Cowboy, uh, which is a lovely little thing that I was alerted to uh, by a friend of the pod, uh, Gina Houghton, uh, Nay Abelins, and she uh, sent it over to me on the basis that people have been going slightly mad about it because the the this guy Tim is the head of security at a place called the Cowboy, which appears to be a cowboy museum. I think it's in <laughs> Arizona. Yeah, uh, he's the only one there right now yeah he's the only one because he's basically made it his mission well he's got two missions one is to protect at all costs uh the the structural integrity of the cowboy museum from bandits i presume and he is also now in charge of the twitter account and let me tell you tim does not know how to use twitter uh but he is gradually learning and we have all been on this journey with him uh he started off by using the word hashtag instead of a hashtag (laughs) so he'd say hashtag the cowboy and then he got taught by his grandson how to use hashtags so then he started doing the hashtag symbol and then writing hashtag whatever it was that he wanted to hashtag so great so he would have the hashtag sign hashtag the cowboy would be the hashtag (laughs) I would also recommend that you follow uh, Gina's initiative, Spark, Ideas Spark. It's an educational organisation that brings programmes exploring gender equality to schools. Um, And yeah, she's a a fabulous person doing wonderful work. So get that followed. And she'll also probably alert you to Tim the Cowboy. 
Although now I've done that job for her. But yeah, do... do Once again, <laughs> men. <laughs> taking credit for women's work. Uh, I, yeah, I would recommend just popping on and just having a look back over the last ten, I don't know, 10, 15 tweets from the cowboy. Uh, it's very sweet. And it's also, it, it feels very diva in the sense that he's basically just trapped, he's like Patty Lapone himself. He's <laughs> just trapped in a basement filled with wax cowboys. Oh, brilliant. Are they, are any of them melting? Uh, not yet. Not as yet. I love shit waxworks. But come the summer. God, When they yes. can't open the doors. Oh, I, well, I hope we're all out by that point, but I would love the idea of cowboy candles. <laughs> we'll just stick a wick in his head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those of you that didn't see our most recent Edinburgh show, uh, we went on yeah, our... Yeah, thanks a lot, you lot. <laughs> we know who you are. Uh, part, part of our last, most recent Edinburgh show featured a slideshow from our honeymoon uh, so that we could make it tax deductible. And uh, in it, you saw the Salem Wax Museum. So if you... Maybe I'll put some pictures on, on Instagram. Yeah, let's stick them up. Some really shitty, shitty <laughs> wax works. Is there anything in the world you like better than a shitty wax boat museum? No. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, if you also, Good to chat. Also, there's a, a Christian um, like cyclorama that's, that buys uh, old two swords wax works. Yeah. I can't... I'm going to find... It I'll, buys old wax works from around the world. Yeah. And then repurposes them for Bible stories. For so you were like... Prince Philip. Is that Prince Philip being <laughs> King Salt? What? <laughs> Tom that... Cruise is Moses. Why does Elizabeth Taylor look a lot like the Virgin Mary? Well, not 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 at all like the Virgin Mary, but they've done her up like it. Yeah, that's good fun. Yeah, bit of fun. Uh, we'll post some pictures from the honeymoon pictures of the Salem Wax Museum, and we'll stick those on the Twitter, which you can follow us at Diva Energy, and on Instagram we are at. Big Diva Energy. And our email is bigdivaenergypod at gmail.com. Well, I think I'm going to do is so that next time I venture out to a shop, I'm going to buy a load of Baby Bell and I'm going to start making my own waxworks from Baby Bell wax. <laughs> um, so tune in to see what I've made. Strap um, in, folks. Strap in. What have we got next week? Next week, we've got part two of Princess Margaret with Cat Loud. Um, As Cat Loud swiftly goes off the cliff <laughs> <laughs> of drunken conversations. So good. So she she put up today, she was like, oh, I can't wait to hear it because I'd finished the bottle of Carver. And as Tom reminded her, she'd also, by the part, time we got to part two, she was drinking warm tenants. <laughs> can of tenants that she and found Bailey's. under the sink or something. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we hope that you will um, download that. And if you if you like it, why not do a nice thing and give us a review? You know how to do it. Yeah, and please do like and subscribe <laughs> wherever you get your podcasting needs. And you look, just don't, just don't let it get you down. Are you letting it get no, you down? No, I'm Alec? not. <laughs> I'm fine. This too shall pass, divas. And um, well, you know, at least we could probably count on some music coming out of this yeah I'd like eyes on Liza um, Barbara Streisand will be fine she'll be down that mall won't she in her basement <laughs> incredible maybe maybe we'll get some more um, more content from the divas when the zombie apocalypse eventually comes yeah I think we make it our mission to get to Barbara's house <laughs> yeah. I think we just head there at all costs yeah and we hold it and it's going to be like dawn of the dead but in Barbara Streisand, that is a fucking great crossover. I've oh just my thought of God. Dawn of the Dead, but in Barbara Streisand's basement mall. Ugh. 
amazing. I think we just head there uh, for protection. Yeah. Uh, much love and support going out to everyone. Yeah. Hope that all of you are staying safe, of course, washing your hands. Yeah. And much love to all of you and your families and obviously um, massive support as well to anyone that might have been very much adversely affected by this virus we are very much all in this together and we are sending you messages of love and hope but otherwise tune in next week tune in next week keep it what keep it diva keep it diva (laughs) (laughs) the new catchphrase keep it diva hashtag symbol word hashtag Keep it deeper. Melted cowboy. Um, <laughs> love you. Love you all. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.